it's unnecessarily hostile, you stupid ass. <laughs> and that's how I begin the show, by being hostile to the audience. <laughs> you know, when I first heard of the word cosplay, it clarified a lot of things for me. Uh, and I, I don't know where the word cosplay came from or where it started. Uh, there used to be a different word. Similar but different. <laughs> and this was back in the music circles uh, a decade or two ago. I don't know if it's very popular anymore to call somebody a poser, but that's the word we used to use. Um, <laughs> and I'll relate that to cosplay in a second. But posers, it was a, it was a very negative thing to call somebody. And I still remember hearing it 20 years ago when I was a teenager jumping in heavy metal circle pits. Uh, people would call you a poser if you were wearing a CBGB's t-shirt or something. That club closed down. You've never been to New York. You're a poser. What? I'm a fan of music. I'm a fan of music history. CBGB's is a fairly well-known uh, club. Uh, it's like the surf ballroom in uh, Iowa. No, I didn't go see the Big Bopper play there, but I got the t-shirt. What's the big deal? I'm a fan. I will buy a t-shirt of things. Uh, so, But music fans are... There's a lot of egotistical asshole behavior that goes on there, and that's where that comes from. I mean, if you want to think about the uh, concept of a poser, picture it's 1983, and it's a punk rock show, and there are... Two guys about ready to duke it out. And in the red corner, we have the leather jacket, studded spikes, $100 worth of patches and studs and hair gel guy facing off our opponent in the blue corner. Uh, some guy that just showed up in a Mountain Dew t-shirt because that was the only piece of laundry he had that was clean that day. And they're both there telling each other that they're full. The other one's full of shit. <laughs> you know, it's the leather jacket guy is like, you're a, I, I'm Mr. Anarchy and you don't, you're here wearing a, a corporate logo on your shirt. You don't understand. I'm real punk. And the guy in the Mountain Dew shirt is like, shut up, mama's boy. You got all your money from your mother. I work at Wendy's. I don't make shit for cash. And my father's a drug addict. I'm here because the music speaks to me. You're a poser. And then they both punch each other in the face. And the delicious irony of it all is that neither one of those guys knows how to play the major scale. Because they're fans. They're <laughs> it's it's an it's a, it's an odd thing about music fans. They love to argue uh, so much, or at least they used to. Back when I was still around and giving a shit in the scene uh, about the purity of your uh, someone else's fandom or whatever. And yet, none of these people are musicians. You know, they get into the music because they like fashion. You know, fashion, where culture goes to die. 
I like music, can't play a fucking note, I'm going to wear cool (laughs) t-shirts. I like football, I don't do sit-ups, I'm going to wear Aaron Rodgers jersey and sit in the stands and drink beer. People just do, people are fashion whores. I mean, that is what <laughs> if there is a poser of some kind, that's the kind of it's the, there was a reason people called each other that. Uh and generally if somebody was calling someone else a poser, it was because they themselves were a poser, psychological projection shit. <laughs> So what does this have to do with cosplaying? I don't know. It has to do with Rohypnol. He put it in someone's drink. That's Bill cosplaying. No, that's a different subject. I don't want to talk about that. Uh, So cosplaying (laughs) is really no different from what the music fans were doing. I, I, I assume that cosplaying started where all annoying ideas start, and that is high school theater. And the high school theater kids decided that they didn't really want to become actors, but they enjoyed dressing up a bit. So they decided to throw Renaissance fairs where they throw on whatever pretend English accent they want (laughs) and pretend it's 1584 and eat drumsticks, whatever. (laughs) Annoying theater people. And from that culture, I'm just making this up. I have no idea what any of this comes from. <laughs> from those, <laughs> from those people, we then get the uh, Comic Con types who really enjoy pop culture to an extent, where they have to dress up like Pikachu and Batman and go to the mall to get Adam West's autograph because <laughs> that's what they're into, and. The word cosplay is thrown around in a very positive manner. Whereas the word poser was a very negative thing to say. But cosplay is very positive. And you know what? I'm a fan of it. I'm a fan of it. If you if you really like watching Jason Voorhees movies, and you really like watching uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on Saturday mornings, and you decide that you want to build a personality around that for yourself, go, cool, good. Throw money at people that are creative. Throw money at artists. I'm all for it. Buy the t-shirts. It's fine. It's good. No one's arguing. I'm sure there are cosplay people that argue with each other about who's a poser, but I don't know anything about it, because would I invite cosplay types into my home? No. (laughs) You're odd. You're weird. You dress up like fucking Pikachu and rub against each other's asses. Well, that's a furry, I think. That's a different thing. That's a sex thing. I don't understand. I thought sex involves getting rid of clothes, not throwing on 400 pounds of Mickey Mouse outfits like you work at Disneyland. And they're like, where do you, where do, how do you get the angles for fucking, like, like, I'm 40 pounds overweight. It's already awkward enough. <laughs> and now I'm going to throw on <laughs> a 300-pound mesh outfit like I'm the mascot down at the, the Dodgers Stadium. I'm <laughs> Like, who, who invented furry shit? Were, were they watching mascots for sports teams and getting horny in the stands? Is, is that where that came from? Somebody decided one day, I don't like baseball, but I want to fuck the mascot. Uh, 
Because I don't, you know, the shit all probably started in Japan where weird happens. They do weird. They do sex and video games and animation weird over there. <laughs> so God bless the cosplay people. I am glad that there is a culture now that where like the nerdy kids can do their nerdy things and they're all supportive of each other for the most part. That's the cosplay universe. Whereas the like, but different world of egotistical music fan assholes. Uh, there wasn't that it, it was, it was the same b- brute aggressive, uh, you know, who's better than who behavior that you would get from jock circles. Like in some way, I think people that dropped out of football, but were still testosterone up with steroids. They, they just, they got into uh, heavy metal music and they just brought their shit ideas with, and I, that's probably where all these assholes that would call me a poser showed up from. I don't know. I'm making this up as I go along. <laughs> so when people talk about cosplaying, it really revealed to me a lot about people and not just cosplayers and not just, but in all walks of life, everybody is doing some form of that. Aren't they? Aren't you? Aren't all of your thoughts distilled from some philosopher that you never heard of, that you heard second, third hand, and now somehow you're running around with those ideas, preaching them as if they were original thoughts to you? Because that's what I'm doing, of course. Fuck. I've seen everything Doug Stanhope has ever put on film, and that's where half of my ideas come from. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I'm not a, a clearly, I'm not an original thinker type. <laughs> Sometimes I'd stumble upon an idea, but don't we all, but I mean, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like cosplaying is everywhere. And it's, uh, at this point, I'm just watching. I am watching copies of copies. That's where the culture is at. We're in a, we're in a print copy culture where, uh, I, you know, it's so typical for everybody to shit on TikTok, uh, but that's where everything seems to be nowadays. I'm not on it, but uh, people post that shit everywhere else online and I see it and I don't know what's going on. I'm old. I get off my lawn. What is with d- the dances to songs? I don't know. Why do I want to watch anybody? I don't, I go to a wedding. I don't want to watch people dance. That's what TikTok, it looks like a fucking wedding ball. Like, like my goofy uncle is dancing awkwardly on the dance floor and it's just terrible for everybody to watch. And now all of a sudden that's online. Now that's, we're just, I don't, I don't know. Am I just being a bitch here? Am I just bitching? Yes. (laughs) I, I, I am, um, just, uh, discouraged as a creator I just spent all of October writing uh, goofy Halloween stories on Instagram uh, to no audience. So I don't give a shit. I do it for me. I do it all for me, as George Carlin once said. Uh, uh, <laughs> and but when I'm when I'm writing goofy Halloween stories, 
I am, if at any point I think that I am stumbling upon plagiarism or if my idea is just going into clicheville, I get sad. Like I get, I get, I get frustrated with myself as a creator. I, I don't think I'm putting in enough effort and I, and at times I will completely erase everything I was writing and move on. You know, it's I, I, sometimes I work myself into a corner and then I realize, oh shit, I'm just doing Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde here. Anybody who reads it is going to look at me like I'm a hack poser writer cosplaying Robert Louis Stevenson. <laughs> and I don't like that thought. <laughs> so, but everybody else, it seems, is just so comfortable with this karaoke lip sync culture of uh, just, I don't know. I don't get it. Do you know how many TikTok reaction videos I've seen? Reaction videos. Reaction fuck videos. What are these and why are they entertaining? There are, it's a split screen and on one side of the screen, something viral video is happening. Hey, I don't know what. I don't know what's viral. Oh, Charlie bit my finger. Something is viral video on the one side. And then on the other side is just somebody doing faces. They're not commenting on it. They're not doing anything interesting themselves. They're just moving their eyebrows around in a swishy motion like they're doing some Marcel Marceau thing from mime school. Why? I don't know. I don't get it. I'm just frustrated. (laughs) I don't... Ah, fuck. I wish I had answers, and I don't. I, I just... It's... I wish I was making money as a creator, and I'm not. <laughs> so this is all resentment, and I'm just being an ass. That's me today. Tomorrow, maybe I'll put some effort into something. But you know what? I just made a sale on a t-shirt. I'm not about to go into some kind of like like and subscribe advertising thing here. I'm just saying for my sake, for anybody that's listening to me rant and rave and fuck, go off here. I created a t-shirt store on Redbubble a year ago. Haven't looked at it in a t- an entire year. I even put together an Instagram page where I was trying to generate leads to go over to my page by reposting memes and things. And I, I looked at it today and I realized I haven't posted on there or even looked at it since last year, October. It is now this year, October. I finally get an email that somebody in Australia bought one of my t-shirts and I make a whopping 80 cents on that in my pocket. I'm getting three sticks of gum. I am chewing myself to a good day. (laughs) It's not the greatest sales high I've ever had, but it is, you know, it is nice. And you know what it was? It was a t-shirt that was in like a size uh, youth medium size or something anyway and, and, and a funny thing on the front so i realized that it probably wasn't a uh, middle schooler kid buying this on his credit card it was most likely his parents or grandparents or somebody that cares about this kid decided to buy them a t-shirt maybe for a birthday or maybe for christmas <laughs> that's what i that's what i thought happened so I, I 
there's some little child in Australia that's going to be walking around wearing my t-shirt Christmas morning happy, I hope. And I hope that family has a happy moment with that. Makes me feel really good. Really does. I hope you're having a wonderful, wonderful time in your life. All the joy of the world to you. And for fuck's sake, uh, take a creative writing class or something. (laughs) Don't just sit around and dick off on the internet. Don't watch 30 more hours of YouTube videos. Try to produce something in your life. Try to get something created. There's nothing more to get if you are somebody that's creative and in the world of entertainment. There's no industry to get into. What, are you going to write a spec script and send it off and have Brad Pitt read it and make your movie? Not going to happen, motherfucker. Buy a camera, write a 10-minute shit-fuck script, film it with your dickhead buddies, put that shit into into a film festival. Maybe a girl will shake her tits in your face afterwards if you did a good job. And then you build from there. That's the new world. We're all creative assholes. All it takes, there's no more... Uh, entryway. There's no more uh, gatekeepers anymore. It's all been democratized. Everybody's a creative asshole. All you got to do is have an internet connection and a phone. Suddenly you're a YouTube star. Good luck to you. That's all it takes now. <laughs> used to be gatekeepers, and there used to have you had you used to have to get into an industry. It was a lot tougher then, wasn't it? And at that time, there was a scarcity of uh, voices and entertainment we all listened to, and therefore, we all put a lot more emphasis on what our creators were saying and doing. Remember when Jim Morrison told us his name is an anagram or whatever for Mr. Mojo Ryzen? Like, that that was a uh, philosophical insight for a lot of the hippies back in the 60s and 70s. Whoa, dude, did you realize Jim Morrison's name is <coughs> oh my throat is dry <coughs> excuse me uh coffee more dehydrating <clears throat> uh, there must have been dick shit to do in 68 other than to watch uh bobby kennedy get assassinated and then scribble your own name in your notebook <coughs> What a world that was. But on the plus side of having gatekeepers back in those days, at least the entertainment we had was um, quality of some kind, (laughs) whether it was hand-selected by uh, a group of critics who uh, don't know shit or whether it was something popular bubbling up from the surface of hardworking people that got on stage every night and tried to entertain others. Those days are gone. Now all you have to do is download TikTok and make faces. Mm. So, even though there are thousands and thousands and thousands of uh, hours of entertainment out there to bide your time with, keep in mind that most of it is horseshit. And uh, if you are listening to me and you've stuck around this long, hopefully I've given you something to think about. Because <laughs> at the end of the uh, day, that's what this shit's all about. Let's share ideas. 